0: All right, so uh, we are back. Um, going to talk talk all things uh, top four. It's been a couple of weeks since we've done one. Um, joining me to try and predict this mental season and to try and predict who's going to get in the top four is uh, Matthew and also AJ, who will be absolutely flying high. We'll How West Ham are doing, mate? You'll be absolutely buzzing. Um, definitely the opposite for us. But thanks for coming on and joining us again, man. Appreciate it.
1: Yeah, no worries. No worries.
0: Um, So I think what we'll do is we'll just go through the teams and we'll we'll do the fixtures. We'll try and predict how many points each team is going to get as easy, as hard as that will be. And then at the end, we'll we'll kind of round it up and see what we've got for the top four. But um, the teams I have picked are Liverpool, West Ham, Spurs, Chelsea and Leicester. Um, I've not put Man United in because, unfortunately, I think they've sealed second and are probably hopefully looking at Man City thinking, if they bottle this and we can pick up a few points, there's an outside hope of getting a title. I don't see it happening, like, but um, that's why I've not put them in. And then also I've not put Everton in because I just think they look absolutely shite right now. No offence to Yeah, Everton they're fans. missing so many missing yeah.
1: players, aren't they? And they're just not playing well
0: at all. Nah, I don't. I just can't see Everton pipping any of these teams to it. And then Villa's the next team and, and they're kind of fading out. So apologies, Everton and Villa fans. And, I guess I congrats the man new fans for not being in the race for the top 4 which pains me to say it but it is what it is. So I want to start with Liverpool because I've got a lot to get off my chest um, about Liverpool and obviously last night is just another absolute disaster but Matthew um you know Liverpool have got the, the remaining seven fixtures are Leeds away, Newcastle at home, Man U away, Southampton at home, West Brom away, Burnley away, Palace at home. So I mean, what do you think? Because there's some tricky games in there. I'm not looking to that final three, personally. But uh, what do you think, first of all? Wait,
2: I've got no idea, because you've got no idea what Liverpool's going to turn up. Like, one week we like, play a right, and it's like, all right, like we might be back and start to kick on, and then we just go absolute shit again. So, I don't know. It's not like it's easy fixture. We've got easy fixtures either. The last three are what? West Brom... Palace. West
0: Brom, Burn- uh, West Brom, Burnley Palace.
2: I mean, <laughs> we typically don't do very well against those teams anyway that seem to just, like, defend against us. And Burnley might be, they might not be safe by then. Um, Palace are starting to kind of sneak in there. So, um, to be honest with you, <laughs> I've, got, I've got no idea how we're going to do. Like, but I do think getting the top four is fucking huge for us. With, yeah. like, COVID and, like, losing out on money and, but can you imagine if we're not in the Champions League, though, and everyone comes back and we've got like Van Dyke, Gomez back and all that, and we're playing in the Europa League? Like,
0: Thursday it's absolute, night away at some shite Russian. Absolutely dread, absolute
2: dreadful to think of. But um, all the other teams, I kind of got an idea when we speak about them, I give them my thoughts. But to be honest with you, Liverpool, I'm like, I've got no fucking idea
1: how we're going to do.
0: Nah. What do you think about it, AJ? Looking from the outside in after the last like few weeks since we last spoke. What's your thoughts on it?
1: For me, for me, it's difficult with Liverpool because the quality on their side, even though they haven't got injuries, the players that are playing up top are still the players that are playing up top. They're mm. bang out of form, though. So what I've seen recently is that they're not they're, their squad aren't playing well as a squad. Um, the 11 that are on the pitch, you've only got three or four playing well in a game and the rest of them are either just going through the motions or not playing well. Like, for instance, last night in the Champions League, Manny was absolutely terrible, and that has a massive effect on the whole way the team play. So without him on, without him on it, um, attacks break break up, and um, they lose the ball. They give give it away all the time, and it's just it's just frustrating to watch. There's somebody that just loves watching attacking footballs play, uh, football teams play, it's yeah, it's been really frustrating watching them. Almost to the fact that you have to turn the TV off because they're giving the ball away. The ball's bouncing off their shins. It's going out of play. You've got the fullbacks trying to do absolutely everything because there's no width up top. Um, Robertson and Trent Alexander-Arnold are putting in twenty odd crosses a game and completing one or two. And then there's just the fact that boys are missing chances as well. It's it's just not something's not working either. They're off form, which I think there's a bit of that. But I also think that um, teams that are playing against them have kind of sussed out sussed them out a bit and they don't have a, a plan B. Um, I don't know yeah. what, I don't know what you think about that but I feel like they've just got the one game plan now which is so strange to think with Klopp in charge and the players that they've got but it just seems that the ball gets worked through the middle and they go to their full backs, they get crossed in and then nothing comes of it you can't expect them to put in amazing crosses every single time but um, that's the reality of it, that they're just not clicking anywhere across the pitch
0: My my concern is and this is not an excuse but like this is this I've been thinking about this a lot right in the last this season basically which has been an absolute shambles and if I'm honest I just want it to be over and done with like I just want it to be done and I want to forget it ever happened and pray to god that we get in the top 4 um which I'll get onto in a second but like I think that Klopp like if you if you look at all the players that we've had right um you know Andy Robertson bought from Hull I mean no one thought he was going to be what he, what he was in the team, Trent's come on leaps and bounds. Um, you know, Jordan Henderson got slated for years and years and years, not just by other fans, but by Liverpool fans. When we signed Genie Manaldum, I was like, what the hell is this? And he's gone on to be some absolute incredible player. Even Salah Fermino Mani, like when you had those three up front, they were not what they have been in the last couple of years. And I just think Klopp, like, you've seen him do it at Dortmund too. Like he gets these guys that maybe aren't, you know, well-known or superstars and he turns them into superstars. But I think the big thing with Liverpool, what he does is, which is actually concerns me a little bit, is that if Liverpool have one or two players out of place and and the the plan isn't working, it, it kind of falls to pieces, which is really concerning. Whereas I think you look at a lot of other teams and they have a little bit more, I guess depth off the bench and maybe a bit more quality, but they just seem to be able to change it. Whereas Liverpool Liverpool look like they rely so much on that eleven and the guys that do the job. And no player is the same. Like there's not another Jordan Henderson. There's not another Genie without them. And and when they all play together, it seems to work. And my concern this season is it's like I said, it's fallen away a little bit without a couple of integral parts in the team, which I guess could happen to any team, but to the level it's dropped off is frightening. Sadio Mane, I said he was the best left ring in the world last season, has gone from that to literally a player I can't recognize on the pitch. Roberto Firmino has never been wanting to score a goal, so I'm not really too fussed about that with him. But his, what he brought before was assists and just just starting an attacks. So and Matthew, there was a couple of moments last night we are watching the game where, the weight of his passing is absolutely shocking. He can't get the weight of the pass right. It's either too soft or it's too hard. And he's normally so perfect to that. I mean, I don't know. I genuinely, if I'm being completely honest on here, I don't think Liverpool get in the top four. I mm-hmm. think that team last night looked deflated. They look like there's no belief. They look like how the fans feel. I think they want the season to be over. Now, they had chances to win the game last night and they could have gone on to win it. And if you get to the semifinal, the Champions League, you never know, but I think the team looks like the fans, Matthew, and I think they just look like they're like, just can we get this done? Can we get everyone back and regroup and go again? But the issue is, is you might not be playing in the Champions League next season.
2: Yeah, I think like, the, everyone's confidence is just gone. Like You know when you watch players, or you know yourself when you play and you've got no confidence. You know what it's like. You literally, like, sometimes you go control a ball and you're like, whoa, what the fuck? Like, No one has, like, not one single player has confidence. Like, it's totally, every single player has no confidence. But I think, like, when we're looking at the race for top four, I think form has to come into the equation. And, like, we're not in form whatsoever. And you look at West Ham, who are in form, and if they can ride that, and if they can ride that momentum, then I'm kind of with you on it, Josh. Like, I generally... I don't think we'll make the top four. And I think it's huge. I think that's huge, by the way. Like, getting into top what, four for us is huge. What,
0: what do you think that, like, this is for you as well, AJ, like, what do you think that does? Because for, for for your big players, right, for your Salah, I mean, Van Dijk's missed this season, but let's just use Salah as an example, right? Or he's, he scored, he's still top goal scorer in the Premier League, I think, this season, right? And it is incredible, could go to anyone. Like, does that put, a concern on him maybe knocking on the door and saying, "Look, like been a great time, won a league title, won a Champions League, but like I, I want to be playing at the highest level, and I don't want to be out of it for a year. I mean, you can talk about loyalty and everything, but I mean, I, I'm, you know what I mean? I don't know.
1: Yeah, I think uh, for top class players like these, like these guys, they want to be playing in the Champions League. That's an absolute must." So it's going to cause a lot of unrest if we don't get in the Champions League in the top four. Sorry, um, Salah especially he's the type of player I think I see him as as somebody who would want to leave, mm. um, which would ultimately destroy the squad. But I think one of the big things with Liverpool as well, which I, I I agree, I don't think they'll get in the top four, which is mad to think. But the the big miss missing piece at the moment is no leaders in this in the team.
0: No, nah, no, nah, no. Nah, because
1: nah. um, you've got Van Dyke and Henderson there too. Henderson talks the whole team through the game. I don't know if you've seen any of the lockdown Sort of camera angles and that, and you can you can see the videos of Henderson literally talking every single player on the pitch through the game. They don't have anyone doing that. Um, Van Dijk's presence at the back is as a leader is is, is key as well, but it's, it's, that's obvious to see. But the fact that they've not had those two leaders for a good part of the season means there's nobody pushing them forward in the middle of a game to to go on and win and win a game or to go on and and, and comfortably win a game. So that's why I think they're struggling and without leaders I think the next few games I don't I just can't see them getting in the top four which which is crazy but do you think
0: this is more so for you AJ because obviously you're not a fan right and I'm not I don't want to come at this from an excuse angle because I'm not one for, for excuses right like you play your games you win or lose the result at the end of the day for the most part is what you what you get right the odds time you don't deserve it. But
1: yeah
0: there is there is something about Liverpool, Anfield, and add into the equation Klopp, who I think builds his teams off of the stadium and the fans and everything around it. And I know everyone's missing them, right? I know West Ham would love to have their fans. Man United would love to have their fans. And they're all, anywhere is a tough place to go. But I genuinely think a big, a big uh, uh, what's the word? You know, one of Klopp's biggest strengths is that he utilises that and it seems to push yeah. his teams to a completely another level with the players. And I think he buys players to suit that too. Like I think he gets players in that like thrive off of that and it just looks like they're, they're really missing that. And again, I don't mean that as an excuse, but I don't know what you think about that.
1: Yeah, um, I agree with what you're saying. Um, they are a massive part of the game. Um, and especially Anfield. Anfield's known for its um, atmosphere, so the fans do take place to another level. Like that's an absolute fact. It's it's worked in wonders for some teams with them not being there in the same sense. So I think um, I think for West Ham, if I'm brutally honest, not having fans in the stadium has helped them play and helped them express themselves because there's no pressure from the from the fans. You remember when the fans were all trying to get into the boardroom and stuff a couple of seasons ago and that, how, how imagine how that would unsettle you. So the fans, for a lot of teams, good or bad, um, has had a massive effect. For Liverpool, I 100% agree that um, if that Anfield was full and rocking every week, there's no way they would have lost six games in a row at, after Christmas. That's a fact. There's no way they would Because the fans pushed them on to, like you said, to another level, so... Yeah, I can understand why why you're saying it, but at the same time, everyone's in the same situation. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: It's, you've got it's you've a got, weird one. You've you've got to you've got to deal with it and get on with it, man. Like I, I agree and, and everyone's in the same boat. So it is what it is, but I just think that's a little a little special thing that, that Liverpool are missing. But you talked about crosses yeah. last night, by the way. Liverpool put forty Seven crosses into the box, forty-two. Forty-seven crosses into the box last night. Didn't score 47. a goal. Forty-seven. Yeah. Forty-seven crosses into the box. Um, I mean, I I did ask uh did ask Greg to come on here and he's straight up refusing because Liverpool are that bad genuinely. So uh <laughs> we've not had Greg's refusing. When Liverpool start getting alright again, I think he'll be back on, but it you know it's bad when Greg's uh Greg's patching up patching off games and and ditching it's the podcast. Frustrating
1: for me. It was frustrating for me watching that last night and seeing all that, all those crosses get um, intercepted or go over the bar and go out of place. I can't even imagine what it'd be like for, for you Liverpool hey, fans. Matthew,
0: Matthew's Matthew. hating watching the games of me right now because I just moan about that stuff the whole way through it, and he's, he says I just moan too much, but it's fucking annoying. <laughs> yeah,
1: I can imagine. It was fucking. It was annoying me watching oh, it. See God. when Jota came on, and he, I think there was like three crosses in a row that he put over the bar, and it's just like. Mm-hmm.
0: Mate, there was like, by the way, like Nat. I was like last night, Nat Phillips was played some great balls out from the back through to the middle. Like, Carback, <laughs> by the way. Uh, I don't. I just. I don't think we can sign him. I don't think we can sign him. Like, I know I'm in my head. I have Van Dijk there, so I know like what I'm looking for, and I know it's it's impossible. But I'm watching the kid, man. I know he's only 20. and He's a big lad, but. He's slow, like, he's good if he's tight to someone. He can win the ball with them, but he's really slow and he's really nervous on the ball. I mean, Matthew, the amount of times he just put the ball out last night and Klopp's, like, clapping to him, like, to try and keep his confidence up. I mean, it was poor.
2: Yeah, he... he, I don't... It's quite difficult because he's only 20, right? And it's like... But, like, he's got the hardest job in the world right now to come into that Liverpool team basically play on the same side that Van Dijk's playing and basically come into a team that is just totally deflated and the confidence is gone mm. like it is quite I think it is really difficult for him to look amazing like even with the Thiago signing right like I don't know if I like agree with folk when folk are like oh Thiago doesn't suit Liverpool doesn't suit the style of player that like I don't know if I'm too convinced on that but there's no way you're telling me that like Thiago's like a bad player and he can't he can't do it or that like I just think Thiago is a world-class player, and he's coming to a squad that's just so low on confidence and so deflated that it's it's so difficult to try and like take that and use it. And I just think it's like it's the hardest job in the world. I think what Cabbacks want to do, and even Thiago coming in, I think it's really difficult coming into a team that's just you, absolute shattered pan.
0: Do you not think as well that like my opinion on Thiago is? He was bought with the view that we would have our fully fit team, all that stuff, with the view that we'd probably have the ball all the time, like genuinely have the ball all the time, which we do. But we're so open and there, and there's no there's no protection. Like I'm amazed, AJ he can't. I'm amazed at how slow he is. He can't run. Mm. Tiago. Yeah.
1: Um, Thiago, sorry, my connection yeah. went out, so I missed about. No, five no,
0: seconds. yeah, yeah. Sorry. No, I was just saying, like, I'm. I think Thiago was bought to like with the view that we'd have the full team, we'd have a lot of the ball, yeah. like, he'd want to keep it, but we're kind of getting, we're kind of getting done, there's a lot of space and we don't have the ball and he can't keep up, man, he's so slow.
1: Yeah, the, the the, the tempo of play in the Premier League is, I'm convinced it's, it's quicker than any other league in the world. Well, his, you can see his quality when he's on the ball. Is The way he moves with the ball, the way, the way he passes the ball, the way he's always checking his shoulder, he's always looking at the next pass before he's played it. <laughs> he's, cl- he's clearly up there. He's still, he's clearly one of the best midfielders in, in the world on the ball. Um, I, th- I, th- I think he's struggled with the tempo of the game, though. You can mm-hmm. see that in his defensive work because he's fouling five, six, seven times a game. And oh, Yeah, I know he likes to bite into tackle right. and stuff, but he's, he's missed time in his tackles. And uh, I think that's to do with the tempo of the game, and that's where I think that's where he's where it looked like he's maybe a bit slow to react, or if he's, um, yeah, I just think he struggled to keep up the tempo, which is which is understandable because Premier League people don't. I think these foreign players don't expect the the quality of the local players to be so high, and the sharpness of of the lower the teams lower in the league to be so high because it is the it's, the competitiveness of that league is crazy in, in more or less every game, mm-hmm. apart from Sheffield United this year. But that's it.
0: <laughs> what's, uh, what, what's your thoughts on the whole trend thing? Like, what's your thoughts on the whole trend?
1: <laughs> I... I, I was watching Gary Neville and Jamie Carragher go at it. I don't know if you watched it. Yeah, I did. Super yeah. Sunday or maybe Monday night football, or whatever. And Gary Neville, Gary Neville was, I, I'm 100 agree with what Gary Neville was saying. Um, the Euro the, for England, anyway. Sorry. Um, the Euros are won and lost in moments, and um, knockout games, especially. It's a moment that can change, that can win them the game. So if he's up, he's, if he's up against. World class left wingers or right wingers that are playing on the left, um, and he he's not strong enough defensively for me to be able to cope with that. And that's where those moments, will, that's where those moments will happen for them, where they will get knocked out of the tournament because of something like that. And he's, I, I'm not saying he's, he's more than got enough quality to, going forward to to be in that team and be in that squad, but for me, I think he would get targeted in the in the, in the Euros, especially knockout phases against your top players. Him, um, and I, yeah. I would have. Walker, mm. James,
0: and the other one. I'm Trippier. not aye, I'd, one I'd have him I'm a sport in fourth. I'm not I'm not trying I, I like I, I a hundred percent agreed actually with what Neville said too. Like I thought he was spot on, but I get it, I do get it, but mate, I've seen Trent play Mbappe, I've seen Trent play Neymar, I've seen Trent play against Cristiano Ronaldo in the Champions League final. Like and I don't in any of those games remember him constantly getting torn a new one now I get Neville's point it's gonna be different mm-hmm. in the England team than it was Liverpool but Matthew we talk about this all the time like I agree out of all of those right backs he's probably the worst defensively, but he's not so bad that you couldn't that you couldn't rely on him I think that if England don't take him it's an absolute joke on their part because quality wise talent wise he's absolutely insane I'm not just saying this I'm take the Liverpool um, connection out of it like just in terms of his football quality as a football player if you don't take him I just think it's ridiculous that you don't take
1: him yeah that,
2: that could be a that could be a whole other podcast
0: that. <laughs> Yeah, that, that definitely you're right that definitely could be well look we could spend hours on Liverpool here but let's let's try and do our best to take a guess there's 21 points up for grabs I'll repeat who they have again. They play Leeds away, Newcastle at home, United away, Southampton home, West Brom away, Burnley away, Palace at home. Uh, What do we think as a group, roughly, if we can agree on a number that we think they'll get from that?
2: What, 21 points up for grabs?
0: 21 points.
2: And we're saying, um, I I don't think they get in top four. So
1: it's difficult you because going? you look at you look at you look at six of those games and you think it's three points but um, I think Leeds on Monday night they'll struggle yeah. I think they'll beat Newcastle I think they'll struggle away at United Past and I think they'll win
0: yeah I've gone I think they beat Leeds I think they beat Newcastle I think they get beat by United. Can't believe I've just said that. I think they beat Southampton, who are shite. I think, actually, they lose to West Brom. Then maybe beat Burnley and Palace, so that would be a total of 15. I don't know. That's a lot, though, out of 21. That's pretty good.
2: I was going to go around, like, 12 to 14 or something.
0: I'd be happy with that.
1: I've got, yeah, I've got... I've got 12 here but I don't know if that's me being a bit harsh. Maybe Um, 14. 14.
2: That's three wins and two draws.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think they 100% 100, 100 beat Palace, Southampton and Newcastle. Mm, That's their guarantees I would say. I think they lose to United and then it's the West Brom, Burnley and Leeds. It's those three which I think are tricky for them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So are we happy to go with 14? Yeah, I'm cool. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. All right. We'll go. We'll go with fourteen, and we'll leave. Uh, we'll leave Liverpool to that, and hopefully, I don't have to talk about them again until next season because that would be yeah. that would be great. Because it's been absolutely horrendous. Um, we'll uh, we'll move. We'll move straight into the Hammers then, AJ. We'll move right on to them. We'll get the two the two big teams out of the way. Um, so you've got you play Newcastle away, Chelsea at home, Burnley away, Everton at home, Brighton away, West Brom away, Southampton at home. That is a very favourable fixture list, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's looking good, isn't it? Um, it's been unbelievable this year. Like, I didn't know when I came on the first time. I wasn't, uh, I wasn't expecting to be able to to come on this close to the end of the season and say we were still in it. It was obviously when I said it, it was a dream to even be in the top four, and I was considering finishing eighth, being a good season. Um, and we've just kicked on and gone from strength to strength. I think last time I was on, it was Jesse Lingard's first game and I was, was. skeptical still, but he scored, he'd scored; scored two <laughs> in his debut. And I was like, oh, I hate the guy, but he's gone and scored two goals. He's he's completely changed the attacking play. Massively. And he's been an absolute revelation. Like, um, unbelievable. I was obviously in love with Suchik, and I still am. He's still been amazing, but it's almost like... We've got three or four players on that same level as Suchek now as well. Mm. I think uh, Lingard's obviously been unbelievable. I've never seen a footballer move like he does this season. It's been unbelievable. Um, what, what's
0: going on there, mate? <sighs> what the fuck is going on there? He's turned into Lano Messi. I have
1: no idea. He's, what's going on? I remember what I remember over lockdown period when he, when uh, football was off, and he was keeping so fit, and he was doing all these online nippy. Workouts that all the Z-listers were doing <laughs> that, um, but he was doing that and he, he looked in good shape and stuff. And then he's obviously just worked his arse off and um, on the football ground and away from the training grounds as well. And he's come in to us bags of confidence and just put on an absolute show. And he's, he's unbelievable. Like I've not ne- the pace he's got right now. I've, I've never associated him with being able to run seventy yards with the ball and nah. com- be composed mm-hmm. to finish it off <laughs> as easily nah. as he has done. It's crazy. I have got Sufal at right back's been the same. He's been unbelievable as well. Mm-hmm. And there's just like all the players that have been brought in have just carried on their form, and they've all been absolutely unbelievable. Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. Sorry, I heard. Um, I seen a press conference that Solskjaer done, and they were mm-hmm. obviously talking about it. And he said something that really struck me he was like, he was like, yeah, like during the period that Lingard wasn't playing. Suppose So sure i was like he never once gave me hassle. Suppose it every day he fucking worked his arse off. And to be fair, like, see if you've kind of like been been from a squad like that and to go and do that, it's quite difficult, you know what I mean? Like mm. so he, mm-hmm. So I think that like
1: play,
2: his, his his attitude his attitude sounds unreal. He wasn't he's a good footballer. You know what I mean? Like he was net, like it wasn't like he suddenly turned into a bad player. I don't really believe you go from like being a really good player to then somebody just shit. You know what I mean? And just by yeah. the sounds of it, his attitude sounds, his attitude sounds absolutely ridiculous. I think like West Ham's a perfect fit. Like I feel like he'd love, I think he loves being around Declan Rice and Noble and all these guys and shit. Like I just feel like, yeah, I feel like he's got a, right, a good old connection. He's obviously got something to prove as well. I've got a chip on his shoulder. So I think, uh,
0: Play to Mike, honestly. He's meant to be a proper proper United fan, like die hard man, you fan. Like, absolutely loves loves it to death, like, really growing up there. But he's yeah, that's, uh,
1: that's why it would have hurt so much. Yeah, that would have hurt him so much.
0: But. Do, you, do you think? I mean, this is everyone's doing this, but what do you think happens then? Like, do you is this a case of like, I've seen them, sure, you guys, we've all seen this loads. Like, players like, shite, does gets ousted, ousted out of squad, goes on loan somewhere does class, either gets bought by that team or gets a new deal at his other club and then goes right back down again to being everyone's like, oh shit, like what the hell happened there? Like what, are you wanting to get him? Are you a bit wary of that or what?
1: No, I've seen enough to want to sign him on a permanent basis for sure. Hmm. Um, It was the same with Suchek. It was the same with Ben Rama. Um, We've brought him on, on. We've brought him in on loan on a trial basis, essentially. Mm. Moyes probably wasn't expecting this much out of him. Um, he's probably wanting him to fill the gaps because we didn't really need him because we had Ben Rama come in. We had Bowen um, and uh, all the players that we had in that attacking area. We didn't need Lingard, but he's come in and been unbelievable. So, yeah, I think he's done enough to get a, get a deal. And I would hope that... Um, he would want to come and, and not go back to United and waste away because I can't see him going back and playing. So Shad doesn't seem the type. Um, yeah, you can obviously see that he's been unbelievable, but does he think... I just can't see Lingard going back to United and playing a part.
0: Nah, he doesn't get in that score, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. man. Not in that position either.
1: Like, no, because you've, you've got... Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Not with Bruno and Pogba on that, but, mate, you mentioned Sufa, like, what like Grant's had him in his fantasy team for the last four weeks, and Grant's <laughs> catching me because Sufal keeps fucking scoring and getting assists, and I'm like, what is going yeah. on? Where, where did you get That's, him
1: from? Oh, it's from the Czech league, I think. Um, yeah. pal. he he is obviously known to be a good one-on-one defender, and he, he proved that over the first half of the season by his defensive performances. He was, he's an absolute rock to get past like I've not seen many many attackers get past in one-on-one situation at all this season so he's got that he's hard as nails as well you can just tell yeah and now going forward as well he's he's producing going forward he's making 50 60 70 yard bursts with the ball or he's playing the ball inside and and carrying on his run all the way to the byline he's putting in crosses and he's getting assists and it's just unbelievable to see like he's he's him along with Cresswell on the on the flanks have been unbelievable. And now we've got Arthur Masuaku back as well. He's played the last two games and he's been brilliant as well. It's almost like he's not been injured. Like he looks sharp as anything. Um, so that's allowed Cresswell to slip back in position as well.
2: Um,
1: and we don't have to play the back four anymore either because um, we've got Cresswell and Masuaku. Um, I know Cresswell got, went off injured on the other day there, but that's how it was shaping up anyway and it's just been really really good Um, it's mad as well that we've not had Declan Rice for the last two games we've not had Antonio for the last two games and it didn't change anything we've battered teams Um, as much as we've looked quite ropey at the back in the second half of the games Mm. um, we seem to be starting really really well and not just starting well but scoring goals early as well and that's massive because yeah we've let couple of well, we've let three 3 0 no leads go in the last three games, at least up to back to 3 2. But I mean, you score three goals, you're confident you can get three points no matter what time of the game it is. And Arsenal were lucky enough to get a third goal against us. But I mean, if if we go into the next seven games scoring early goals, we win, we win six out of seven. Then, no bother, I think.
0: I think so too, but, man. I, I so.
1: It's all about it's all about starting well for us Hmm. if we play Newcastle on Saturday lunch and they hold us to nil-nil at half time, I think we'll struggle to win the game but um it seems that we're just going all out attack in the first 20 minutes of games and we've got players like Lingard and Bowen who are really feeling confident in front of goal and they're they're finishing more or less every chance they get at the moment. Do you do you
0: reckon uh like Honestly, do you do you reckon how do you handle let's say you make it, right? Let's say you get fourth, what third, whatever. How do you handle that? Because like is that is that squad deep enough to to, to handle the, the I'm not saying you're gonna get relegated to that, right? It's way better than that, but are you deep enough to handle the league and playing in Europe, do you think? Or or I mean, oh. I don't know, what's the crack? Like what's gonna happen there?
1: I don't know. We've we've whenever we've gone into the Europa League, I know it's totally different, but We've struggled. Um, well, we've not actually got through the qualifying phases of the Europa League, to be fair, mm. so it's totally different. But um, Champions League and League, like that, that, I, didn't, I, didn't, I think that West Ham squad could still have a West Ham season in a different year and finish at the bottom of the league, like bottom mm. five places in the league. That's exact same squad. So I guess the answer to the question related to Champions League is no, it's not good enough to to compete in the Champions League, especially, and compete in the league as well. The amount of energy that needs to go into that, and the quality in the Champions League is—it's it's just a dream if, if we get a Champions League and we get to play six group group games. And if we qualify, we qualify. But it's just the thought of being able to be in a Champions League is be classed as a big club for a season, like a, a top mm. sort of one of the best sides in Europe for a season is unbelievable. That I I think the, the squad fully deserve it for what they've done up to this point, but it's still nowhere near. Finish so that's that's the worrying thing. You'd look at West Ham and think, yeah, they've not got the experience of getting into the Champions League. So how how are they going to close out this season to get there? Who the, the who, that's, the, the, that's the,
0: who the fuck would have thought? Like after last season, I'd be sat here, Matthew would be sat here, not thinking Liverpool even going to get in the top four, and AJ's convinced West Ham are winning six out of seven to make it. It's absolutely insane, man. Absolutely it's, know, it's insane. Crazy. It's like well,
2: what well what we're talking about though, it's like. Do you not think it's amazing how, like, suddenly confidence and form hits a team and your players like Lingard and kufao and Declan Rice and all these guys are fucking, like, smashing it and on the flip side, you've got, like, Trent, Salah, Mane and they've just gone like this and they've just crashed. I think it's, like, really fascinating that, like, how a team just suddenly hits form and mm. the manager must be doing something right because there's, there's 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 complete confidence there. I just think it's, like, I think it's fascinating. Like I said at the start, I generally think it will be form that will decide like who gets into top four or not. And if you look at all the teams, like West Ham's form right now is probably one of the best.
0: You know what the mental yeah. thing as well is? Like everyone's everyone's talking about how good Rice is and what he's going to cost. But I mean, let's say let's say it finishes City, United, Leicester, West Ham. Like, is Declan Rice going to leave West Ham to go play for Chelsea? Nah, like who has been nah. linked with when they're not in the Champions League like you're definitely getting another year out of him if that's the case and if you make the Champions League mm-hmm. like why why would he leave I, I, if I was him I'd do a year and then after that see what the crack is right
1: 100% there's there's no way any member of that squad would want to leave the club if we got in the top four mm-hmm. it doesn't even, if- even matter if you're going to pick anyone above them in the top or anyone in the top four either if Chelsea finish third and West Ham finish fourth Rice doesn't go to Chelsea not 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 next season mm-mm even you if you're, especially in if,
2: <laughs> yes. Sorry, even if you're like not in the top four and you don't and you maybe just don't make it, I still think everyone at West Ham right now is so fucking happy. Like everyone at training is buzzing, hmm. the whole training camp, everything's happy, everything. Like I don't think players leave like if they're happy in that, and I don't think they'll go anywhere. I think Declan Rice. Even if you don't make top four, I think he seems. Someone that wouldn't do that. I think he's at least got another year in to see how West Ham do again. If they're still up there, yeah. I reckon he stays again because he seems like that kind of guy. Yeah,
0: yeah, he
1: does. Yeah, definitely. He's he's Mister West. He's taken over from Martin Noble as Mister West Ham, but um, he deserves a move at this at the same time. So if if he wants to go, then uh, mm-hmm. fans wouldn't begrudge him. I don't think. When's That's he him, when's he back him, fit? He's done. <laughs> it was a month from. It was about four weeks from when he when he got hurt, so I'm guessing still another two three weeks to go. But mm. I um, it... it's, it's heartbreaking for him not for him not to be able to, to be involved in this running because he's played every minute of every game for the last many, two or three seasons. Mm. Um, so I, I I was shocked on against Wolves um, without him. How easily we, we adapted with having Slate and Mark Noble all year saying that it needs to be done and. Um, yeah, we need him in the club and he, we need him around the squad for the next couple of years, but he's nowhere near good enough to actually play. Mm. He stepped mm. in against Wolves and his stats were first and second in the game out of the 22 for minute, for uh, meters covered, for passes made, for interceptions made. It was unbelievable. It was like he was back to his old self. I'm not saying no in any way, shape or form. that He's the answer because he's not. Aye. He's, he's Aye. definitely not, but... You, um, like, speaking- he plays the next couple of games well. Yeah. I mean, I think it looked like he broke his wrist or sat on the other day as well. He went off with his arm like hanging off his, mm. out his socket. So I don't That's know what's good. wrong with him. That's the worrying thing as well. We're picking up injuries. Um, Antonio's just never fit. We expected that, but still, when he doesn't play, it does make a difference. Um, Cresswell looked like he tore his hand the other day. I haven't actually read or... Or seen what is what the extent of that is, but if we miss if we have Rice, Antonio, Cresswell, and um, Noble not available for especially the Chelsea game next Saturday, mm. um, that's big.
0: That's a spicy game, that <laughs> man, for everyone. Like for everyone that's battling that, like that. That's a spicy game. Someone, well, someone's dropping points there for sure. But um, may get. If you get any info on Cresswell, let me know because I've got him in fantasy. So and and Granny's.
1: He's, yeah, he's Grant, been, he's been the best fantasy player all
0: year, hasn't he? Yeah, mm. yeah. Unbelievable. Granty's closing in on me, so I need to be clever with my subs I'm making these last few weeks here because uh, he's getting <laughs> close to me. But me, you mentioned sorry just to go off topic a little bit, but I thought we should bring up you mentioned Wolves. How blunt and shite have they been this year? Yeah,
1: yeah, it's hard to hard to it goes down to the confidence thing, that Matthew. You were just saying about as well because when they were had confidence, they were flying. The football they were playing was unbelievable, um, and they just looked like a team that you wanted to watch. But now they they've obviously struggled this season. It's obviously gone downhill massively since Real Jimenez got injured. He yeah. he is obviously been, he's been an integral part of their team, um, so they've really struggled without him. They've struggled without another, another player being injured as well. Um oh, had yeah, that job. Oh, yeah, so they've just been flat. And now Neto's out for the rest of the season as well, and he's been the only bright spot is since it really? mm-hmm. Yeah, so mm-hmm. they've just escaped it. I think if if this happened a few weeks ago, they'd have struggled mm, to, to even stay up. But yeah, they've had a poor season for sure.
0: So, yeah. Um... So what are we thinking for West Ham then, boys? 21 points. Uh, I'll go through it again. Newcastle away, Chelsea home, Burnley away, Everton home, Brighton away, West Brom away, Southampton home.
1: I'll tell you now, we get zero points Brighton away. We will lose that game. 100%. Brighton always always beat us. Um, I think we'll beat Chelsea, if, if I'm honest, at home. Southampton are so, if if already, I'm so
0: shit right now. Southampton
1: are shit. So shit, shite. man.
0: I, I, that's, what, I,
1: that's what's great. It's our last game of the season. If, yeah. if it goes down to the
0: last day, I'm confident. I I've I talked up big Ralphie Hoggenstein, Hon- I don't even know how to say his last name. On this, <laughs> a few a few months ago, man, I was loving him. They've been absolutely dreadful. Like they've been so bad, so bad. By the way, I've I'll be honest with you, lads. I've I've given West Ham sixteen out of twenty-one points here. Have you? Yeah, I've given them I, I only put zero for Brighton Because you said you think they'll get beat there And you know more than me I would have put three down for that I think you win every game I think you draw with Chelsea And then you say you're going to get beat by Brighton So I put zero I'm giving West Ham 16 points <laughs> They're fucking yeah, in sure Mate, They're going to finish yeah. fucking third um, I'm, I with
2: I'm, I'm cool with that um, I think, I, I I do think that they're forming that. I think, I said at one of the start of these podcasts that like, not that it's like cr- crazy freakish leads, but I said like something weird is going to happen this season. And I think West Ham getting in the top four is going to be it. Like with the whole COVID situation, no fans in that, and the league starting late. I said, I think something would start strange, something would, uh, weird would happen. And I'm going to go, it's going to be West Ham getting in the top four. So at okay. 16, I think 16 does it.
1: What do you think? AJ? Yeah, sixteen. I'm happy, I'm happy What's with 15? sixteen. I've I've got fifteen down here, but sixteen works for me. Like,
0: Let's I think it, the mate. important Let's
1: thing is West Ham can lose a game now and bounce back the next game. They used to be able to. Yeah. They used Jeez. to lose and then lose two or three in a row, but this season they seem to be able to lose and bounce back. So, yeah, sixteen. I'm I'm good with it. If they got sixteen points. I'm I'll be, on, I'll be over the
0: minute. That 100% gets you in, mate. I genuinely think that could get you third. And I, I'm looking at that fixture list thinking, bar Chelsea, I'd, honestly, bar Chelsea, I don't see you losing, but you never know. So 16, nah. fucking West Ham are finishing fucking second or something like that. Mental.
1: <laughs> Saturday, um, Saturday, Saturday against Newcastle at, at lunchtime is huge. Get three points on the board and we're fucking. Looking lovely. The- um, <laughs> Newcastle away has always been a tough one as well. I've been to Newcastle away three times in my, right. in my life and they've never won mm. in the three live games that I've watched at St James's against West Ham. Two all, two all, and I think 3 nil loss was the three results I've, I've seen. I think we've
0: got it.
2: Sorry, mate. I think when it comes down to these as well, I mean, we look at the teams as well. Like you do need to look at the teams that are in a relegation battle because how many times a team in relegation battle mm-hmm. will off a performance against like a top six and they end up getting points and keep them up. But I, I surely West Ham are too good yeah,
1: for too good for Newcastle at the moment. Yeah, yeah. I've got a West Brom. I've got a West Brom dream to um, in my brain that they're going to they're going to stay up, but that's just ridiculous. But I just feel like they might stay up. I got I a feeling the big striker might do
2: something. Like I got a feeling the big striker might pull him out or something. I don't know why.
1: Yeah, they've scored just eight goals the last two games and they're looking unbelievable. But you know, yeah. Yeah. Again, they're on Twitter. that's a different conversation. Uh, be really careful like, what you yeah. saying here. I've said some shock I've said some <laughs> shocking things when you got <laughs> fucking
2: slated for it. Like
0: uh, Potter part of putting yourself out there, mate, as uh is chatting about the football. But West Ham sixteen points. Agreed on. Um, right, we'll move on to the best of the rest. We'll 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 fire through the next few. We'll we'll go with Spurs. Um, they've got Everton away, Southampton at home, Chef United at home, Leeds away, Wolves at home, Villa at home, Leicester away. They also do have that League Cup final against Man City, which surely has to be Mourinho's only saving grace if yeah. to win that. If they obviously don't get into the Champions League. Uh, I, I, I've got, I've got one good pal who, who, who's a Spurs fan, Rob, and I was chatting to him on the phone the other night. And even if he said he said to me, even if they win the League Cup, it doesn't really want Mourinho to stay. Like, I mean, I don't know. Like, so is, is Jose lost it? We did one, we did uh, a podcast ages ago where we called it Magic Mourinho because they were looking like they were doing decent. Has is is Jose gone? Has he lost it?
2: Uh, I I think shit explodes at Tottenham, man. I think it's about to. It's close to exploding. I I used to be such a Mourinho fan, right? I don't understand him calling out his players and like the interviews after and the press conferences and that. Like, I don't get it. Like, I don't think that these days that's how you gain respect from the players and that. Like, what other managers do that? Hey, like he literally names drop people and says his shit. Like that's what he literally does. And. I, just, I think it. I think it explodes at Tottenham. I think the bail sit. The bail situation has not helped them whatsoever, and I think it explodes and they did not get in the top four.
0: What uh, speaking Reno calling out as players, mind what he said about Luke Shaw. He said it was his body playing with my brain when he was at Man United. <laughs> <laughs> After a press. It was funny the-
1: actually. Luke Shaw was reluctant to shake his hand. Yeah. The, other night, the other day there, I don't know if you've seen it at the end.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. Yeah. Fucking. Yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Those, I bet you all those players hate him, man. Like, he, that was, he was a disaster at Man United. He was doing what he's doing at Spurs now. Like, he's calling a lot of guys out. He did used to do that with Chelsea, but I mean, that was, that was fucking almost 20 years ago. That was 15 years ago. It's a different, it's a different world now. I've I've seen a few things flying around on Twitter with this quote. I don't know if it's real or not, but he said that, like, Lampard at like 20, Lampard and Terry in that 23, 24 were men. And he said, nowadays players are still boys when they're that age. Yeah, so, so that's really believable. I don't know, but but uh, all right, So is is he gone? Is Mourinho a lot like what? Where does where does hose Let's say, let's say they don't win the League Cup final. Let's say they finish outside the top four. Big high chance Harry Kane may decide to go if he wants to go and add trophies. Which I think Spurs fans should and will probably say fair play, mate. Like thanks for everything you've done. We get it. But from from Mourinho's point of view. Like where does Mourinho go?
1: He's, I don't know. It's a weird conversation to have. Like he do, he seems to just absolutely ruin teams now. And I don't know if what what his man his management style is like, but he seems to just turn these top class players into boring players, mm-hmm. boring players who who just I don't know. I, it's just so hard to hard to put your finger on because some. Some day, some games the Spurs will go and score five six goals and they'll look like scoring every time they go forward and they'll attack 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 but then for the next three games after that they'll just defend and do absolutely nothing. Um, and it's down to the, for me it's down to the coach in this scenario because he's done it. It's happened to other clubs now as well. You can blame the players for losing the dressing room or whatever, for for not for not backing the manager or whatever and then the manager losing the dressing room, but. Um, I think in this case, it's, it's, it's something to do with the manager.
0: Um, you're, AJ, you're spot on what you said about like the attacking players. Again, I was speaking to my mate Robin against uh, even against United, man. He was like, he started, I've just written it down here. He started Aurier at right back, attacking right back massively. He's literally a right winger, right? Regulon is a left back, literally a left winger. Then he's played obviously Sun, Kane Mora, he even played Lo Celso in the middle. Like he didn't even go Hoiberg and Sizoko. He went attacking, but at no point did they ever look like they were trying to like trying to attack. Like I don't I genuinely don't yeah, know. I know. Like his, his, his team selection doesn't mirror what's on the pitch. It's weird. It's really weird.
2: Yeah, I, mm. I just I just think that this this could be a whole other podcast as well. But I just think the way that football's evolved, I think. Mourinho hasn't really evolved with it, and I think he just... I think he's hes really struggled with it. I just think the evolution of football, the way it's gone with, like, possession style and kind of, like, full-front, like, attacking-type style football, I think, like... just don't really think he's evolved you, with it.
0: But you say that, though, <laughs> but you look at, like... I mean, I'm just using this as an example. You look at Simeone at Atletico. I mean, they don't play attacking football, but yet they still do very well in the Champions League. They compete somewhat in the yeah. Liga... Like I know that's a different yeah, league, but and I know that's I mean I, there's not many more I can't think off the top of my head, but there is a top coach with a top team that plays that way and and almost Mourinho-esque like you know and and still still wins trophies. So I just I don't I honestly don't get it. Arsenal have scored against Slavia Prague by the way. It's one um, yeah. nil, so two on an aggregate. Um, so I don't know what uh, I just don't. I don't, I don't know. I don't even know. What to say, I'm just rambling now. Like, I, do, I don't do, know do you I think, do you think do they
2: get in the top four?
1: No. Spurs AJ, are no. an absolute start, certain no for me. Mm. I just can't see them Imagine winning many do. games. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I can't. fucking hate Spurs, but nah, they. I don't know. I watched them the other day. There, like you said, Josh, terrible. Um, they weren't looking to attack. weren't looking. It was almost like they weren't looking to win the game. So. I don't see them hitting form. I don't see them.
2: I, just, I, don't, I don't see, them. see, them, I don't see <laughs> no. them hitting any form or like anything. Like you know what I mean. Like Kane might. I mean Kane might get them a few goals in that. But like, I just don't see them hitting form like West Ham or with everyone the confidence. Like everyone in Tottenham right now, their confidence is short. So I just don't see it happening for them.
0: Nah, I can't. There, I agree with you, AJ mate. Uh, on this, on this list, to be honest with you, like I know I said no about Liverpool, but if Liverpool can hit form. There's chance, but on the list of these, they're the only team where I'm like definitely not, like absolutely not. I don't, I don't see it happening.
1: Which is weird uh, because their squad's unbelievable and their attacking uh, talent's unbelievable. But, um, well, they've got arguably the best striker in the world, not. 100%. and 100. And Son's one of the best wingers in the world. They've, um, they've got Bale. Bale played for four weeks, unbelievably, and then all of a sudden he decided he didn't want to play again or whatever's happened there. Um this they've they've got enough to be in it. they've got enough to be to fill that top four one hundred percent, but they're not but they are not gonna do it. Mm. Before
0: before we do the points for them, like let's let's do a world, let's pretend we're in a world where Harry Kane goes, let's just say they get let's say they get a hundred for him, right? A hundred mil, COVID and all that. Like what and like what we're just, Spurs are in a bit of trouble there because that's an irreplaceable player. Uh mm. Completely irreplaceable. I don't, doesn't matter how much money you have, and and you're not going to like, they can't just attract, attract Haaland or, you know what I mean? They're not going to like lose Kane and buy someone like that and then it's all right. I don't know. I'm not saying, not saying Spurs are going to be in big, big trouble, but I think, I think they've got a long time ahead of them before they're back up there again competing in the top four if Harry Kane goes. Yeah. Yeah. Kane,
1: Kane going is, is an absolute disaster for them. There's no way they can let him go, but mm. um, I think other players would leave as well. That's I think there would be a knock-on effect. I can't see Son wanting to stay if Kane goes. Yeah. Um, yeah, and there's there's other players as well. I think if Mourinho goes, players players I know, like you said, Oriya, Sergio Aurea, If Mourinho goes, Sergio Aurea goes. Um, he doesn't play in, a, in another manager's team. <laughs> um, mm. Regular is regulars on loan. I think isn't he? So uh, he goes. Uh, um, mm. They're going to be left. If, if Kane goes and a couple of others go, they're, they're, they're struggling. They, oh, yeah. Like you said, I don't think they can attract a world-class player in, especially if they're not playing in any sort of European competition because, yeah, they'll get Europa League, but who wants to play in Europa League in the, as, if you're a top player? No one, really. No one, man.
0: no one. What, um, what do we think they get then? Uh, I'll just I'll repeat it again just, just so we know. Everett, in a way... Southampton at home Sheffield United at home Leeds away Wolves at home Villa at home Leicester away it's actually not a shocking run bar maybe Leeds, Villa, Leicester but I don't know what do you think? Maybe do they get similar
1: think, to Liverpool
2: similar to Liverpool or no? Is that too
1: bizarre? Yeah I, mm. I think being harsh is, is 12 12 is being a bit harsh
0: I've I've put 10, I can't, I can't 10 or 11.
1: 10
0: or eleven. Yeah, I, I don't I've I've I think they draw with Everton, beat Southampton, yeah. beat Sheffield United, yeah. Maybe get beat by Leeds, beat Wolves, mm-hmm. draw with Villa, get beat by Leicester. I don't know. It's so amazing. Yeah, I was I was
1: trying to keep up with that there. Yeah, I've got oh, draw sorry. with Everton, draw with Everton, beat Southampton, beat Sheffield, lose to Leeds. Then I've got draw with Wolves, beat Villa, draw with Leicester.
0: Fair. So we're, so we're, about,
1: we're about the same. About, yeah. So 11, 11 would maybe be a good shout for them. I don't 11, know. 11, I think. eleven's a good shout. I'm with that. I've got 12 there, but if we're thinking 10, between 10 and 12, let's, let's go in the middle. All right. Yeah, All right we'll go
0: in the middle. Eleven, eleven 11 points for Spurs. Sorry, Spurs fans, not looking good for you, but it is you know what it would, be, would be
1: absolutely brilliant about that as well is if Leicester versus Spurs in the last day of the season has absolutely no bearing on who finishes in the top four <laughs> I know. that would be unbelievable <laughs> the battle for sixth and seventh yeah. would be unbelievable there, there's, high,
0: there's a high chance there's a high chance that's the case man um, I know right la- last two teams um, we'll do Chelsea uh, they relatively favourable fixtures up until the final three here they uh they well, actually West Ham's not favourable. Um, sorry. They play uh they play Brighton at home, West Ham away, Fulham at home. Then they play City away, Arsenal at home, Leicester at home, Villa away. That's Ooh. not easy. Ooh. That is not easy. Um they've uh AJ, I don't know, I don't know if you've uh don't know if you've listened, but we had, had my mate Liam on, who's a, a Chelsea fan a few weeks ago, and we chatted about them and we were just saying, man, like yeah. how well show has done to improve the team like almost immediately. Like it's not even a new, doesn't even look like it's a new manager balance. He's clearly just gone in and improved them. It's been insane, man. They look
1: good. Yeah. Yeah. They look really good. Um, There's a lot of positives from it. They're they're conceding hardly any goals, um, obviously minus the West Brom blip. Um, They're looking really, really solid from the keeper up. Well, the keepers have been dodgy, but you know what I mean. They're, they've got like a solid defence, and then they're looking, um, looking like they're not. They're, they're they're shutting up shop quite easily. The mm. only concern for me going forward, and especially against these teams here, is the lack of goals. I don't think they're scoring enough, and I don't think they've got enough goals coming from the right areas of the park. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I agree with you. you on that. I, I can't I see know. them going. Can't see. I can see them against City. I can see them. Shutting up shop and maybe not can them, but I just can't see them scoring. Or even say Leicester, I can see them uh, drawing 0 0. Or I just I don't know, I just don't know, don't know where the goals are coming from. But you say that now, but you, you've got the boy Havertz is starting to come onto a game and he's starting to look like the player that they thought they brought in. Um, they've got so much quality in that squad, it's unbelievable that for me, they should be finishing third. But again, That's a really tough run and looking at that, I didn't know it was that tough. That's really promising looking for us West Ham fans, but um, yeah, their squad is up there, well up there with the top top three in the league, I would say, maybe even second best squad in the league.
0: They've also got to balance out, I mean, they're in the semi-final now, They they have to, I mean, clearly they have to go for it, right? So, they're a huge chance of, I think, Real Madrid lot better than I thought they were going to be. And actually, I wanted to say this when we're talking about Liverpool. I want to say, I thought Real Modric and Cruz like, do not give the ball away. Like, I genuinely don't think they, they give the ball away ever. They're absolutely insane. The Real Madrid performance in the first leg against Liverpool was... I know Liverpool were really bad, but Real Madrid's performance was probably the best performance I've seen a team put together this season. How controlled it was, they were never really in trouble... They just had they had the ball the whole time. I felt like Liverpool never had yeah. the ball. They've got so much experience, but I felt like Liverpool didn't get at them as much as, as they would have or, or should have. Um and I think Chelsea can get at them a little bit and I think they could they could do a bit of, do a bit of damage to them. So it'll be interesting to see how they balance that Champions League, you know, depending on how it's going with the league, because like we just said there, that's not a lot of easy games. I mean City, Matthew, might have the league wrapped up by then and, and might be completely mm. focused in. So, you know, even then, though, if they rotate, their squad's insane. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm j- just... just I've, I've just looked at it there. I've actually given them 16 points as well.
2: Same as I've West been,
0: Ham. I've been quite favourable to them. I think they beat Brighton, draw a West Ham, which we said, beat Fulham. I've put lose to City because... Just, just assuming City play a good team, I think they beat Arsenal. I actually think they beat Leicester because I think Leicester are in freefall, which we'll get on to next. And then I think they beat Villa.
2: Yeah, I'd probably go with that. For me, yeah.
1: Um, there's one other. Yeah, the important, the important factor with Chelsea is, like you've said, the Champions League. But they're still in the FA Cup. Mm, I think point. so if they win the Champions League and the FA Cup, they've still won two trophies and that is a highly successful season. So, mm-hmm. almost like they don't need to finish the top four if they win the Champions League, but obviously, they're not going to put all their eggs in that basket. But, um, if they win two trophies and don't finish in the top four, it's still a great season. Mm-hmm. Abramovich mm-hmm. wants trophies. He doesn't, ah. he doesn't care. He, the thing he cares about most is winning trophies. So, if they progress this weekend, I think the FA Cup's this, this weekend, isn't it? Uh,
0: uh, yeah, it's either this weekend or the next weekend. You're right, yeah.
1: I think it's on Sunday, their game. So if they well get there. through that, they've got a cup final to... I don't even know if it's a semi-final now. No, you're confused. right. You're
0: right. They play They play City, yeah. Uh, they play City.
1: Yeah, so, so they've got that. So if they win that, then they've got the next round of that. They've got three potential Champions League games. And seven league games. They've got a potential of twelve games still left to play before the twenty-fourth of May or 29th of May or whatever it is. So that's ridiculous. Um in six weeks that's what yeah it's two games a week.
0: That is a lot of games you know, man. And that's definitely making me think reconsider my point selection here.
1: Yeah. So that's what you need to think about as well. And I, I just th- I just feel like Chelsea Chelsea want trophies. So if they can win two trophies rather than win nothing and finish fourth. I think that's what the board will want they'll want the trophies so with that in in respect I still think West Ham will beat them so I think that's zero they, they pump Fulham for me they pump Brighton like I said I just don't know I don't, I don't know what, don't know what say what do you think <laughs> Matthew
2: yeah I think that I think that definitely has to To be fair they do have the squad for it though mate like that squad's ridiculous like yeah that's the only thing is like I know they're they'll be in three competitions or whatever, but if anyone are going to do it, it's probably going to be them just simply because they're squads. But maybe I don't know, maybe like 14, 15, 15, 15. I'm happy,
0: I'm happy with 15 for, for the Chelsea man. I think, uh, I, I mean, we'll see what these points add up to at the end, but yeah, I think they're, I think they're, I think, they're, I think they get in, I think they're one of the uh, two that get in actually, to be honest with you.
2: Yeah, I think. Um, by the way, I I, pers- I think uh, Chelsea challenge for the league next year, by the way. I know um we're about to go off them, but I rec- I think they challenge for the, the league next year, I think like I actually think Havertz will come really good. I think Kante will just fucking be like the old Kante. Um mm. I think he'll get a new life to him and I think they'll be really, really good next year.
0: I think they've got a good chance, man. I think that they've got the squad there. The managers, you know. Much as I, I wanted Lampard to do well too, but you, you you've seen the difference already. Not to say that Lampard will yeah. never never be that guy, but he, he, I think he definitely can be. He's got the drive to do it. But two shows made just such a huge difference. He got a big squad. They'll be in the race to sign something like Haaland man, like London. They've got the money, all that shit. They'll be able to. They could. They could swing his head if they wanted to, especially if mm-hmm. they win. If they win the Champ League or, or whatever this year, then that's huge. That's that's you know dangling the carrot ahead of him. So. Either, I agree, Matthew. I think they're a team to watch out for next year for, at the top of the table, mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah, 100%.
1: That's what the expectations are as well. So Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Tuchel knows that too. Like, Tuchel's got Tuchel's got next, let's be honest, he's got next season, and if he doesn't do well, then he'll probably get bombed. So, like, he yeah, knows that. that yeah, he knows yeah. that. If, he, if they finish outside the top four set next year, he's fucking gone. Um, by the way, Arsenal are, are 3-0 up and man, oh, yeah. united, uh, man united are 1-0 up against Granada, so uh they both looks like they're both going through um right we'll finish off we'll finish off on Leicester then uh they play west brom at home palace at home southampton away newcastle at home and then they finish with united away chelsea away spurs
1: home <laughs> oh <laughs> see ya. uh
0: yeah i think that's a good way to put it aj they are they are currently <laughs> They are currently crumbling, and I mean, they've done it. This they've done this the last couple of years under Brendan Rodgers. Uh, you know, I, I heard that the whole thing when the Mad, Madison and who was the two others at the weekend that didn't
1: play? Josie and um, Perez.
0: I uh, I heard that there was a bit of like a not, you know, I think a bit of a falling out between Rodgers and that again. Social media rumors, but I heard that they weren't too happy with what went on there. So that's not good. Obviously, that doesn't help when your your team, you know, the mood in the camp is probably nerves, right? And, and you're starting to, you're starting to fall away. Uh, what do you think? Do you think they do you think they bottle it and they drop out? I, I do,
2: yeah. I I I think I think it I think it goes
1: City United, Chelsea, West Ham. Yeah, same. Um, Leicester Leicester are chucking it. The players. Um, Apparently it was a house party, COVID breach. That's what I've been hearing, yeah. um, which makes it so much worse. But for me, I just, like you said, it seems like they're in free fall. They were so, so, so bad against West Ham. It was scary in those first 50, 60 minutes. is um, off the boil as well. So, yeah, I mean, without him playing well, it's t- it's tough for them. Yeah, They've got Ian natural firing quite well right now, but there's just something missing from them. It's, it's just not they, they don't look good, they don't look like a top four team right now. They did all the way through until the last sort of month or two, but I think now watching them, they don't look good enough. Um, and if they don't get top four, and I was a manager, I would sell Madison, Sherry, and Perez in the summer as well. Would you? I would go, I would go that far and sell them straight away if, if they if they don't finish in the top four, because that's had a massive bearing on, on yes. time and, yes. and what happens in the next few games. That'll affect the whole camp, the whole squad, morale, everything. It'll, it'll kill them. And yeah, if they go on and lose against Brighton... they're yeah, not Brighton, sorry. Who's their first... Who are they playing? Uh, West their Brom. First uh, West Brom, sorry. West Brom, flying, Leicester. If they lose that, then the confidence is completely gone. They've... Uh, uh,
0: yes, yeah, it's... it's- I mean to be honest with you, right? I've I've put this. That i actually quite surprised. I put this. I thought I'd give them quite shit results, but I've got them to draw against West Brom, beat Palace, beat Southampton, oh, draw with Newcastle, get beat by United, get beat by Chelsea, and draw with Spurs. That still gives them 11 points. Really? And that's that's sh- that's pretty poor. Like that's shit. That's two wins in. Three draws. That still gives them eleven points. How many? Wait, am I right there?
2: The two points. That's
0: at nine. <laughs> That's nine points. Is it eleven? No, no, it's nine. It's nine. That's nine points. I'm not good at maths, people. No, no, That's why I'm doing I'll, a podcast. I'll go with that. Like I think.
1: Sorry, my connection went. I missed all that.
0: No, nah, it's all good, mate. I, you, you were you were right. It's nine points. <laughs> All oh, right. Okay. Yeah, you were right, mate. I've I've completely I've completely done done myself there. I'm not good at maths. Not good at maths. I'm a football coach and and uh, currently trying to be a podcaster.
1: So, I think
0: nine. I think nine is fair. Nine is fair. Yeah. Sorry, I've I've written down all the fixtures
1: and I've not not done it. Can you repeat the fixtures one more time? Yeah. Sorry,
0: Sorry mate. No worries. They play uh, West Brom at home, Palace at home, Southampton away, Newcastle at home. United away, Chelsea away, Spurs at home.
1: <laughs> we were just gonna say Southampton are shite, but are Southampton gonna lose? It seems like Southampton's running is all of these teams. <laughs> um, are they, they going down? down? And they're, not to going low low they're not gonna lose every game. They're
0: not gonna lose every game, surely. No, by the way, AJ, Southampton play Liverpool, West Ham, Spurs, and Leicester. Yeah, they play they play that's who they play. Fucking hell.
1: Yeah,
2: so well, can they go down? I mean, Leicester are going to win a few
1: more games. Nah,
0: there's oh, I don't know actually, maybe. Um, right. So I mean, I yeah, South, Southampton or Southampton could be going down, and Leicester are Leicester are currently struggling here. Uh, I don't want to do them was, a
1: disservice. I don't want to do them a disservice though because they they are still a quality team and like. Oh yeah. They've been grind they still have ground out a few results recently.
0: Um what do you think it is? Like this is I mean it happened it happened to Rogers at Liverpool. I mean, you know, Gerard slipped and stuff and all that, and 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 you <laughs> can say that, but it happened, I know it happened uh, it's already happened with Leicester at least once, if not twice, right? Or this is the second or third time, I forget. But he always seems to hit this point and just fade away. Like what what do you think it is? I mean I've cuz I have no idea like I don't get it they look really no. good it could and be coincidence, all of a coincidence honestly
2: like it could just be a coincidence but I don't know maybe is he is he super super demanding on the players and I don't know like it, it could be a good few things but it could just be a coincidence as well like it's it's tough to do it for that long I think like
0: I'm going to do a Roy Keane there and say that's absolute nonsense <laughs> <laughs>
2: Fuck. I nah, don't know. I, I don't know. I don't think a lot of folk know. That
0: <laughs> That's a lot of shite. <laughs> a lot of shite. <laughs> Sudes, as well. uh, Sudes wouldn't have any of that either. Nah, nah.
1: Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, they're, shite they're all, shite. Maybe they're burnt out, but nah. They're look, look, Think about the prize they're going for. You. That's certainly not an excuse. Anyway, I think what doesn't what doesn't work in their favour at all is they have to play in the FA Cup this weekend so if West Ham beat Newcastle we go into third and then that mm. psychologically puts mm. Leicester down a position as well as actually putting them down a position so I think the fact that if West Ham win on Saturday, put Leicester into fourth and I think that does Leicester up, puts them in a world of bother yeah, psychologically psychologically I agree. Because I think that is that is a big yeah. thing. They if they look at the league table and say shit, people aren't chasing us anymore. We're being overlapped and um we're almost holding and holding on as tight as we can to that position, that's that's gonna fuck their minds up essentially. The final
2: we're... three games are gone as
0: well. Yeah, it's really tough. It's really tough, man. I don't know how they do that. Where like, what? Where do they evolve after like Jamie Vardy and stuff? What do you guys think about that? Because, I mean, he's absolutely incredible again. But Les aren't really... Su- I mean, again, they're not going to attract, like, a, a big name. Bucking, they're going to have to... I don't know where they go. Fucking on fire, man. <laughs> yeah, Nacho. Nah, nay chance. Nay chance. I know. They're, they're, they're another, te- another team that are going to
1: have to go through a transitional period without... Certain players, Johnny Evans. I'm sure he's coming to end of his career soon. Yeah, Casper um, Schmeichel's 34, 35. Um, so they'll be struggling. Going, going back to their fixtures now. They need 12 points out of 12. Yeah. To to mount yeah. to mount their challenge, really. In the first four, they need to beat West Brom Palace, Saints, and, and Newcastle. They need to win them four games because then they can maybe get leeway losing United and then they can push on again against Chelsea and Spurs, who they're battling out with. But what you need 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 to remember remember as well in all these battles are, West Ham play Chelsea, Spurs, they're all playing each other at some point. So teams are dropping points. Like, Spurs-Leicester on the last game of the season, Chelsea-West Ham next week. They're 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 all playing each other. Like massive, massive games. Man United have chucked in a few times as well, just to make it uneasy for everyone. Yeah. Um, not all these, all these teams are dropping points. That's where that's why you can't predict it because every one of those teams is gonna is going to drop points at some point. So it's just who Easy. who sneaks in. But I, I I reckon it could go down to the last day of the season with three or four, possibly even all five of them. I think Spurs, Spurs will drop out, but I think maybe. Between West Ham, Leicester, Chelsea, and Liverpool, I think that that has serious potential to go to the final day. It does, eh? It, it, I, I think, think it's going to be Super Sunday, unbelievable. We'd have to somehow find a way to watch, watch
0: Jeff. <laughs> oh yeah, mate. We definitely need to. Fight. If that if that happens, we need to we need to find a way to do that, man. That would be class. But right, I've I've added up all the points. Do you want Do you want to go through it and see what we've got for? For third, yeah. fourth, fifth, sixth, and whatever yeah. we've got. So, all right. So, based off, based off the points that we've given these teams, uh, we have finishing in third place on 72 points would be the Hammers, West Ham. <laughs> we reckon West Ham are finishing third on 72 points. Out. Maybe a biased podcast, but uh, <laughs> who knows? Um, finishing oh, Finishing fourth two points behind them is Chelsea on 70 points. Um. so I mean that, that finishes the top four after that we have Liverpool finishing fifth on 66 you then have Leicester finishing sixth a point behind them on 65 and that would leave Spurs finishing seventh on 60 points I don't actually think that's a bad bad shout lads and yeah. once time keep up the form
2: come on you irons
1: <laughs> <laughs> fucking right
2: um, you will be fucking dreamland man
1: third as a as a West Ham fan, that's how I would. That's exactly how I would have predicted it before doing points scoring, um, because yeah. I can see, I, <laughs> fucking hell, it's just ridiculous. You look at that and you say Chelsea, Liverpool, third and fourth. Mm-hmm. The other three are drop out. But like Matthews touched on with the form, yeah, you can't see West Ham yeah. dropping out of it now. No, nah, which is crazy, I can't. which is absolutely crazy, but um. For me, it would be an absolute letdown if it finishes Man City, Man United, Chelsea, Liverpool, because that just highlights that the big <laughs> four are still the big fucking four. <laughs> um, it definitely
0: would be a letdown for me, AJ, but I'll fucking take that.
1: <laughs> but it's uh, so, 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 so hard. And that's why the Premier League is so amazing, because we're yeah, all sitting here, class. As, we're sitting here as super fans, like boys that... Um, follow the Premier League religiously and we've not got a
2: yeah. scooby-doo
0: what's going to happen. Not got an absolute... I'm going to watch absolute. us back.
2: Like, when, when it, when it goes in, I'm going to watch us back and probably piss myself.
1: Oh, uh, listen, mate. No, next- yeah, West Ham finished seventh on
0: fucking <laughs> 55 <laughs> points. Aye. I know, man.
1: <laughs> um, fucking
0: Leicester finished second or something, man. About a title challenge at the end of the season. Uh, Who knows? But, no, nah, I think... Um, um, I think that's nah, fair. I think we went through it... Went through it relatively fair. I think we went through it quite thorough. I think we were we were fairly honest about it. I mean, we'll see. We'll either look like absolute mugs or we'll look like geniuses. So it's going to go one of <laughs> two ways. Once it's on the internet, there's no going back either. So that's, nah, it. that's
1: fine.
2: I'm sound to that.
0: That's it. Um, there's all
1: sorts, all sorts of celebrations of West Ham United's first third in the league. Oh yeah, telling you yeah. that.
0: Oh yeah, AJ AJ's um, out for the weekend. You will not see him out Friday, <laughs> home out Friday, home Monday. I'll
1: bet <laughs> until the Euros, until Scotland lands <laughs> down. Until Scotland oh,
0: lands down. Oh man. We'll definitely uh I will definitely get a couple of Scotland ones, Scotland pods on the go like in the Euros. Hopefully we're not been too shite, but um yeah. we'll definitely get a couple of those. But no, I think that I think that's good, boys. I think we've covered everything. I think it was good. Uh Lot of good chatting there. I don't know if you've got anything you want to add before we wrap up, but I'm pretty happy with it. Nah, no,
1: I'm sound. No, I've bummed up West Ham enough. I think I don't yeah. want
0: to <laughs> do too much. That's it. Bummed up West Ham, and unfortunately <laughs> had to just admit that Liverpool have been absolutely pish this year, and and uh, and God knows what's going to happen. Well, listen, in Jurgen, we trust lads, In Jurgen, we trust <laughs> next year. Next year we'll be back. But uh, that's it. We'll wrap it up. And um, we'll stay on for a couple of minutes and chat. But AJ, thanks again, man. Like I say, we'll do one again. We'll do one about Scotland or maybe even towards the end when it's a tight battle if, if West, Ham are, West Ham are in the mix. And uh, all right, yeah. fuck it. We'll, we'll, weather's going to be nice. So we'll enjoy the weekend. Sweet.
1: Yeah. Cheers, cheers. boys. Cheers.